0: welcome everyone to a mexican and a redneck father of the world we are your host and surrogate fathers juan and ben today we'll be discussing being there for someone
1: in a time of need so being there for someone in a time of need ben i wanted to kind of talk a little bit about this because i was just admiring you you know do you ever do that
0: I, I get naked and look in the mirror from
1: time to time. I mean, you yes should, sir. man. I, I mean, I just, sometimes I just like to stare in those big, beautiful blue eyes of yours and just, uh, you know, just lose myself in them. It's only natural. And sometimes I find myself in some weird places, but it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, I wanted to talk about as far as, um, so something that I admire about you is just your natural willingness to just help people. A couple of episodes will go. I don't know if we talked about it in the, in the podcast itself, but as far as like you, how you stopped and this guy's tools fell out of the truck, and you were just like, I stopped and helped him. And I was like, why?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. A guy was turning onto a main street and he had left his uh, tailgate down and his toolbox had flung out of his tailgate and went all over the road. So we were dodging traffic together
1: trying to collect his tools. It was scary. Yeah, because it's like, you know, here's this random bro, just middle of the street. You don't know him. You have no idea who he is, but he was in the time of need and you're like, oh, he needs help and I'm, I must help him. But, you know, I keep on thinking about this because that, that trait that you have, I don't think it's something you can actually teach. So if I was to ask you, hey, teach me how to be like that, I think that's would be really hard because it's something that's in your nature. It's something that I've observed from you that this is something you naturally do. You know, would you agree? Yeah, I, I
0: definitely, when I see someone needing help, I instantly want to say, oh, I wonder if I can help them.
1: I'm so, not, I don't know why. That's, well, and that's that's kind of what I want to talk about is like, the, I mean, the why part. Like, do you remember as a kid, like being like that? Or is there a point where you decided like, hey, I want to be, I want to be a helper. I'm going to be that person for who's there when people are in need. I know, I know as a child,
0: I never had a problem. I don't think I had a problem helping out. I remember wanting to help out when I was a kid and, and even a teenager and, uh, and as an adult, it's just like, Oh, someone needs help. I can help them. Why not me? You know, I, and I, I see it as a, a good opportunity and I'm not sure why, cause I don't always connect with the people you think, Oh, you're going to help them out and maybe you'll
1: become friends. And Maybe, but not usually. Yeah, yeah. No, you're not good at connecting with people. You're good at helping people. You're not good <laughs> at connecting with people. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's no. <laughs> I feel like that's more my strength. I'm good at connecting with people, but not helping people. It's like, oh, I'll talk to you, but I, I can't really help you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I, but I don't know. I just, I've always enjoyed helping people. I go and do something for somebody, and there's no motive. I'm not asking them for money or trying to sell on my snake oil or something it's just you have snake oil i do
1: i always can i get some. some? can i buy some? always (laughs) always (laughs) i always got something up the sleeve no 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 that's i mean that's something that you honestly i can say about you you never have that you you, your intentions are always noble which is something that and the reason i want to talk about it man because i feel like we need that desperately in the world it's, 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 we're living in a world where everybody's so isolated. We talked about technology a couple of episodes ago, as far as like how we're just embedded into our phones, devices, whatever. And just, it's kind of, kind of in a world. And, and, um, you know, if you need, if you have a problem, it's like, Oh, call somebody about it, but you never, you actually never actually want to do something about it. And then even the connection between neighbors or communities, it's, it's so lacking, but, um, something that I've seen in you, and it's just like, even in your neighborhood, when you move into the neighborhood, it's like you change the environment. It's almost like uh, like your previous home, like how you just knew your neighbors. And I'm like, how, how do you, why do you take the time to know them? You're going to move out anyways, which, you know, you did. But even in the doing so, you, you brought up the neighborhood, which is really, really cool, really, really neat to see that. Um, have you ever thought about that? Like, have you ever looked at yourself and like, was that intentional or is that did that just happen? No it just
0: it just happens we just go for walks and we start talking to people and we get to know everybody through and we are outside people so we want to take neighborhood walks we want to go look at Christmas lights and if we see someone putting them up we'll like go hey that looks great keep going or oh we love your lights or something we'll just start a conversation and ask them questions and you know tell them where we live and they tell us, why they put up so many
1: lights mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or whatever. So tell me about how do you see people? Because I think the reason that you're able and willing to help has to do a lot with your view on people. I don't, I don't know. I just, I look at it as
0: there, there is a level of empathy. Like I know how to do something and I, I think I'm capable of doing it and this person needs help doing that thing. And so I'm like, well, I'm here. I can help you. And, and I enjoy serving people too. There's something about service of other people that brings true joy to my life. And I don't know if that's specific to me. I, I don't think it's very unique to me. I think other people enjoy serving others as well, but there's something about that service of others that I just always walk away feeling
1: better mm-hmm. than I had before, mm-hmm. but you know you do it in such a good way, Ben, to where you don't you don't bring condemnation or guilt upon the person that you serve. I remember, man, one of the greatest lessons that I learned from you. Um, this is, I I think we had just met and you were talking about, uh, I don't know if it was you guys talking about an experience, but you had just given birth and some people came over to your house and they were like, Oh, they're going to bring you dinner, but they brought, they brought the entire meal and they were going to cook it at your house. Oh, Oh, that's, (laughs) Oh, we (laughs) got to tell this story. Okay. Hold on. Let me finish. Okay. Okay. But then you were, you were talking about how you were guys taking some food to some friends, but you made it a point to buy everything disposable so that by the time they were done, they would have a mess or anything to clean up. And I thought, I was like, oh my gosh, that is genius. So Brittany and I, we started implementing that because I was like, that's fantastic. Awesome. You know, that's just, it just awesome. makes sense. Yes. The other story,
0: which I want you to tell,
1: it doesn't make
0: sense. <laughs> right. So I can't take credit for that idea because we had our first child. And you know, with your first child, you're tired, you're confused. You're just trying to make it. Through the day. Because, and that's just
1: the dads, not the <laughs> alone the wife. You know, we're tired, we're confused, <laughs> horny, right, you know, just. Right.
0: And, and she's breastfeeding and recovering from a major medical right, event.
1: So, which adds more to the confusion. <laughs> right. It's like, that kid is messing with my gear. Right, right. She's. <laughs>
0: we haven't even had the medical event. We're going through a lot. I can't imagine what the wife is going through, or the woman. But uh, but we had friends bring say, we're going to bring you some food. We're like, oh, that'd be so nice. Thank you. And so they show up with a pan and like the food and they like end up cooking it and they stay a long time and they just want to hang out with us. Do they have kids? I don't think they had kids at this point, which was so incredibly frustrating. Or maybe they did. I don't know. But they just like, we're like, oh, hey, let's hang out. Oh, let's do this. I'm like, I really want y'all to just leave. You've been here for like two and a half hours. And then they made our dishes messy and we're like, oh, they're like, oh, we can clean them for you. And we're like, no, no, we'll get them later. Don't worry about it. I'm like, oh, okay, thanks. Bye. I was like, it's been three hours versus the other friends. The food was cooked. They showed up not only with food, but they brought drinks. They brought cups, plates, forks, knives. And the man showed up and he held our daughter and he's like, can I hold her? And we're like, oh yeah, hold her. And we sat down, his wife's like, just sit down, I'm going to serve you. She sat down and served everybody. They quickly ate. After they served us, we sat and enjoyed our meal and ate, and we had a nice, relaxing time. And they literally looked at their watch and were like, all right, it's been about 45 minutes, we're going to go ahead and go. And, and that was it. Like, the whole thing was just about us. They threw everything in the trash. They just used one of our Tupperware containers. I mean, it was incredible. And put everything away, and we're like, we were just fed like This is the greatest, like do that to people when you bring them food, do that.
1: Yeah. So like, man, what a, what a difference as far as like being there for somebody in the time of need and then causing a big need of like, I need you to leave. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. They created an unnecessary need. <laughs> no, man. But I remember you telling that story. You know, it's funny, man. Cause that story got ingrained in, in my head and I was like, yeah, I was like, Tell my wife, I was like, yeah, we're doing that. That's, that's what we're going to do. Cause it just, it just makes so much <laughs> sense, you know? And it's funny. It's still like, cause people, you know, we live in the South. So people are still like courteous to wash the dishes. And I'm like, oh no, you're supposed to just throw that away. Cause it's all, you know, not, it's not really reusable. Like, oh, okay. So you know, it's like, but that's a great concept. Hey, so Hey, anyways, anyway, anybody out there listening, if you have some friends and they just had a baby or sick or anything like that, disposable yes. cutlery, it's the way to go. It's the way For to you. go that's that's free on the house (laughs) so but um but i wanted to ask another question as far as that because um going back to this this uh being that person who's like just there in need so you personally you said you don't hold it a grudges or you made a comment as far as like you don't like to loan you rather give because why is that
0: I don't know. I just like to give, do the thing, enjoy the moment, and, and I think it has a lot to do with um, something you talk about a lot, which is the love languages. Like that's a pretty, a pretty common thing we've brought up, and I like time spent. That's my love language. Or I'd rather spend. It Doesn't time sound with like
1: him. you did because the first couple that brought you food, they spent three hours with you, and you were happy.
0: Well, I didn't like spending time with him that day.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I enjoyed it, but. But
0: it was also very tiring and we didn't realize it until after the fact. We were like, oh, wow, we're really tired. This is too much for us. Usually we enjoy hanging out with those people. But um, it's, it's satisfying to my love language, I guess, in part. And, and I've been in a place where our family has needed help. We, we've, we've been poor and getting loans some cash was a big deal. Uh, Getting a couple of bags of groceries was a big deal. You know, it was uh, getting that thing fixed free of charge. That's that saved like a whole month worth of real struggle and and chaos and stuff. And so I don't know if it's in my nature, if it was observed growing up, because I do remember my uh, mother and father helping other people when I was growing up, I know, um, my mom one year, she took us to wrap Christmas presents for children who lived in like uh, group homes, orphanages, or, or something like that. Uh, we, uh, I remember us taking food to many different families in our church when they didn't have anything to eat. Uh, all sorts of little, little things like that, letting people live with us. And so just sharing your resources was kind of a, a common thing growing up. It just, it seemed natural.
1: Is there a moment that you remember that you like you gravitate towards or be like, wow, that felt really good. Or that was really cool. I want to kind of keep on doing that. Or cause it's, you know, even there's that, there's a, there's this, there's two sides from that story, you know, to where you grew up in an environment to where like you're always giving stuff away to, so you become like that, selfish person like it's mine mine I don't want to give I just want mine my stuff I, I, you know I want to hold on to it but then you've turned into this person I was like oh yeah no it's my stuff but you can use it you can borrow it here here you go let me help you out you know it's um but is there a story that you relate to as far as as a child where you're like wow that really impacted me now that I think about it
0: uh the the ones I mentioned I do remember thinking wow I'm wrapping all these Christmas presents and and there was a ro, I guess a romanticized, uh, maybe fantasy about some kid opening that baby on Christmas Day or that truck or whatever we wrapped up, and, and the joy they'll get to experience from opening that Christmas present, not having parents. At least they can get a little bit of joy from that toy, or, or seeing the looks on those kids' faces when I was real little, and we had brought a bunch of groceries to them like five bags of groceries this is a large family but i remember bringing it to our friends we went to church with and i mean they they had all sorts of stuff going on in their lives and and how excited the kids were to get all these groceries and extra food you know it just events like that make me make me go oh man that that felt really good but we we received stuff like that too so i could Empathize with where they were, because when I was younger, and someone would help me fix my car when they didn't have to, or or help me with a project and tutor me a little bit when they didn't have to, you know, I I always appreciated stuff like that. It's like, oh man, you you just saved me three hundred bucks, or oh, you just saved me five hours worth of 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 studying, you know, just by showing me that little trick in school, and that. Those always resonate with me. Understanding how helpful it is, and and then I think was a big is a big contributor. You know, mm-hmm. and I don't believe that we own anything. This and, and this I learned later as an adult, but as a Christian, I don't believe I own anything at all. I'm just a steward of everything. Mm-hmm. So a steward of the earth, my family. My, my material possessions. I mean, yeah, legally I pay taxes on them and I, I have to maintain and take care of them and all that stuff, but I don't really own anything. And I view all material things and time as a resource. And it's if you have the opportunity to give that to someone so they can experience love, real love, a gift, then why wouldn't you? Especially if you're a Christian Mm -hmm. or at the very least you think you're a good person. Then why aren't you using your resources to make other people feel love and acceptance? Why aren't you using your time and abilities to make other people feel love and acceptance? You know, because, uh, Christ gave willingly. You know, who, he who has been forgiven much can love much, you know, and and, and, and that's a part of it as well for me is, is, is as I've grown in my faith, I've seen people who just, or I, I, I'm sorry, I've read the Bible and I've seen how much Christ gave, you know, and, and I read and read and read and I see the grace, I see the, the love, the truth that was given when it didn't have to be. And I go, oh he gives that much, then if I'm a Christian, which is Christ-like, then shouldn't I be giving?
1: (laughs) Man, that's a good point. That's such a good point. And I think that's, uh, man, we need that bad in the world as far as that attitude. And unfortunately, I feel like something that you, have, what you have, is not—it's not something that we can teach. It's something that you catch, but you don't necessarily actually teach. And I feel like that's something that you've—you've you've caught on and you've held on to in life. So, man, yeah, I, uh, I admire that about you. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us. Hey, thank you for talking to me. Not a problem, man. <laughs> with that being said, we want to thank everybody for listening to a Mexican and a Redneck Follow the World. We love you, and we're proud of you.